Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. Appreciate you being here this morning on Arcfall. It is Tuesday morning. It's May, uh, the May Arc and the introduction of the Voyager IP. Uh, we are glad to be with you here this morning. Again, my name is Ultimate DJs for the Talking Trek podcast. Here with another Talking in Cars with DJs episode for you, a subset of the Talking Trek podcast and Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'd like to welcome our panel this morning. We've got Bubba Joe here. We got Aaron and uh, and a few other cast members uh, slated to join us. Plus, a little bit later, uh, we should be hoping for a stop by, a drive by by Mr. President himself to answer a couple of questions that uh, both you and I have. Uh, as mentioned in the video this morning, if you've had a chance to review that, we appreciate you consuming that content over on our YouTube channel. You can find that link at TalkingTrekSTFC.com, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find links to all of our other properties, all of our other uh, platforms, including YouTube, where a, uh, a video this morning has been published. And Bubba, the video that I published this morning, not my finest work, if I'm just being honest with you, because I felt like the information that was provided in there was vague at best. And, uh, and I kind of halfway look at Scopely with a uh, pair of feline side eyes for that because simply there wasn't as much information shared. They kept this one very close to the vest, even through the, uh, the pre-arc meeting. And, uh, and so a lot of data was unable to be shared. Uh, for example, I was uh, and, and still am very excited about one of the new officers this month, but I noticed that the percentages of that bonus are not what I was hoping that it would be, uh, referring to the EMH medical hologram, the emergency medical hologram, the doctor, our epic officer this month. So let's, uh, Bubba, let's start with that. That seems to be the simplest piece for us to start with because those officers are very, very self-explanatory, uh, neither of them being bridge officers, or at least not captains anyway. Um, the doctor's most relevant feature or most relevant ability that I can find um, is absolutely in his below deck ability. His officer ability, Bubba Joe, is just uh, improving mitigation. Very much like 5 of 11 did, except it can't be combined, right? Like with 5 of 11, you got mitigation from the captain's ability and loot gain from the officer ability. So if you flew her in the captain's chair, you got the benefit of both abilities. Uh, here with the doctor, you are going to have to choose one or the other. Right, you've got to choose the mitigation uh, if you put him on the bridge, and you've got to choose the loot gain if you put him below deck. Now, the but, one but, thing that I go ahead, but but the nice thing is is that the percentages that they published are better than five of eleven for mitigation. So if you don't care about the loot you're getting, and you just need to boost your mitigation against some, you know, you're punching up target, he's actually going to be very very good. I, I don't disagree. You're absolutely right. It doesn't require any kind of synergy. It's just a bridge officer position. And that, of course, is an eventuality. It's an eventuality. Um, and because nobody's going to have multiple tiers of this officer like they may have four or five of 11, at least here early. But the other notable thing to, to point out there, Bubba, is that it is a flat. And typically those flats... Um, those flats look great, but when you're considering what the base value is, you know, depending on your status as a player and the status of your officers, 
that percentage of health may actually end up being better for some players uh, because it can be stacked up. You can really emphasize and focus on your health stat. These are just flat of the uh, of the base values, basically making it, as I see in the chat right now, uh, basically making it a mitigation form of data. And the community, not super, and has always been kind of not super excited about Commander Data. So I am curious to see how players respond to this one differently than they do Commander Data. But the below-deck ability is very, very exciting to me, uh, especially because it can be stacked with 5 of 11. So you basically can potentially look at up to a 50% gain uh, with a maximum doctor, uh, up to a 50% gain, on top of the uh, percentage gains from 5 of 11. Now, of course, Bubba Joe, that isn't going to be a true net 50% gain because it is going to be an additive piece of that loot gain formula. Uh, additive to G4 ships, additive to any other abilities or research for whatever target it is that you're hitting, whether it be board probes or outlaw exchange or this or that. But again, loot gain, never, ever, ever a bad thing in this game. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. We take a look at the rare officer this month, Belana Torres, um, which is, you know, I, I is probably going to be helpful for some players. Bubba if Joe, we you see do not the say that Belana Torres is so amazingly awesome. Then you need to remove your PVP glasses. All right. So let me allow Bubba Joe to explain the mechanics of Belana Torres. Um, because that below deck ability, Bubba Joe, is against non player targets. Yep. All right. You already so, have plenty of options to boost critical de critical chance or boost hole breach against generic targets or against players. Uh, we just in the last month got something that gave you hole breach ninety percent of the time with no synergy. So, and that officer was terrible. This officer is basically, okay, well, I'm going to give it to you for everything else. And that is a net boost to your damage because with, when paired with Hugh, everything is a critical. So now I've got everything as a critical and I've got this whole breach on top. And all I had to do was give up two below deck slots. This is amazing. So now let me, let me come back and, and ask, what is the percentage proc rate? For hull breach with a say tier one Belana Torres, I don't know, but tier five is a hundred percent. Okay, tier five is a hundred percent. Well, I guess then we can already now determine what will be a highly valuable officer in this event store eventually. Because I don't disagree, a hundred percent is absolutely massive. It's absolutely killer. Um, and uh, but of course, you know, I do hesitate sometimes on really looking at tier five, because I wonder how many players can possibly potentially get there, even with an event store. Now, that being said, whenever the Voyager event store does come around, we would presume that Belana Torres will be in there, and that will give you an opportunity then to potentially get close to maxing this officer, which, again, as Bubba Joe points out, is pretty substantial for uh, players who also have Hugh. And, uh, and then, of course, approaching a non-PVP target so because it is, thing, uh, it is player only. The other thing I'm looking forward to is not having to have to give up a bridge slot to get hull breach for our armadas. This appears as if it's going to work against armadas as well. 
And that's going to be great because now you can go full synergy Cisco. You can go full synergy uh, with five. You can you have a lot more options because you're no longer required to take up a bridge slot for whole breach, which, again, we've talked about whole breaches of the three abilities, the one that does the most on its own. Obviously, whole breach is used to trigger other abilities, but whole breach on its own is a fantastic ability, which just like two months ago when I said that Picard has a role in this game because they made Explorer Strike Team so terrible, having someone to trigger morale has a role in this game. Having someone to trigger whole breach below deck has a significant role in this game. Morale and burning less so it will have a role but not nearly as important as this one so now looking in the chat i do want to answer some questions as we do have a limited time this morning uh we do know at least based on what scopely has shared with me also i do believe that it is written as such in the game but uh scopely has confirmed that not only armadas do count baba joe uh for the purposes of these two officers the word hostile is defined as anything that is not a player. So that would include armadas. That would include solo armadas. That would include uh, red hostiles. Separately, hostiles and armadas or armadas. Yes. Um, the They also even told us that gold mission bosses would also count, although that one does appear to be slightly more vague. Uh, further, when you're looking at Belana Torres's under-deck ability, this is a chance to proc for one round, but that chance will apply every single round. You will get that lottery roll every single round. So um, even though it can only proc for one round, you will have the opportunity to roll again in round two, roll again at round three, and so forth and so on, which is why I absolutely do see the long-term benefit in this officer. Once you are able to get Belana Torres to tier five, then she is absolutely, un, you know, we've talked about pairings in the past, Bubba Joe. Belana Torres and the and Hugh will forever live together under deck. There, there should not be any situation where those are actually separated uh, when you're looking at a hostile grinder or anything of that nature. And I do agree because a lot of us have talked about incorporating Lorca into a bridge spot, especially with some solo armadas. So uh, absolutely, Bubba, I do see some serious uh, benefit with Belana Torres' officer card, but unfortunately, I find that it's probably not going to be something that players are going to see as a benefit until much later in her progression, probably Tier 4 or Tier 5. Um, that being said, again, I remind you that when an event store does in fact finally come, it would make sense that this month one officer will be there, Bubba Joe, and I can think of no better way, even right here, right now, I can think of no better way to spend your loot than on Bellana Torres uh, with regards to her PVE capabilities. Uh, Lady Unaleska says, Torres may be the first officer I actually consider paying for, and Bubba, that might have been what Scopely was going for. Obviously, I know they don't like releasing bad officers, but after a month where every single officer was absolutely just horrible, uh, it is nice to see two officers come out that have very real and very tangible benefits, even if one of them may not be until a little bit later in her progression. Sure. And I agree. This, these two officers, this is the, uh, this is the positive portion of the show that I am excited about. Okay, so that's it. Positive portion over. Let's talk about... <laughs> that's it. Everything else 
<clears throat> let's talk about uh, the the two new features, if you will. Uh, and and I, I'm going to refer to the Delta Quadrant as a feature because there is new space. There are new hostels. There are, um, you know, new targets out there, which we'll talk about the Armadas in a moment. Uh, but let's talk about the new Delta Quadrant space. Now, I'm not wildly upset about the new space. Um, I've early glimpses. All right, Bubba, I, just from early glimpses. I do see several considerations regarding warp range that were taken into account because I, I find that to be good uh, simply because it was touted. And I had even you know hinted earlier in the week that these particular targets, these new Armada targets, were going to be available. And even the new feature, when we talk about the Artifact Gallery, these were going to be available to Ops 26+. Plus. And that singular piece right there, Bubba Joe, I also find to be positive. There has been a lot of complaints, a lot of gnashing of teeth that targets uh, that targets for content have been too high. You know, Ops 35, Ops 40. This one dips all the way down to Ops 26, okay, for the Artifact Gallery. And the Artifact Gallery is going to be fueled by these new formation Armada targets. This is where we can kind of diverge into a groan, if you will, Bubba Joe, because it is yet again even more armadas. Um, and and not exactly an armada target that is simple, at least uh, at, at my first glance. I think that they could eventually become simple, potentially, but maybe not, you know, because it does require some coordination. It does require some effort. Um, and, and typically, I'm not a big opponent of strategy in the game, but I have also indicated that I do like new and interesting things. Armadas are no longer new. They are no longer interesting. Okay. Um, but the new Armada targets do provide a difference in the way that they are approached, Bubba Joe, because these will pay traditional uh, traditional rewards. When I say traditional rewards, I mean the Armada is going to drop some artifact tokens, some artifact currency. Uh, the Happy Meal is going to drop some extra artifact currency. The Leader's Chest is going to drop some premium currency, okay? Um, but there's one extra layer. And, it, you know, some players I can see here in the chat are not, uh, surprisingly, Bubba, not quite as fussy because at least they're getting what they've always got. But now there's an extra layer at extra rewards. And maybe that's the key. Maybe it's not to take away rewards from the standard level of participation, but to add rewards for the extended level of participation, because these are multi-targeted armadas, meaning that there are three of them that are going to be kind of tied together, Bubba Joe. And when I say that they're tied together, I mean that you can kill one of them and get you know your standard rewards. But if you and your team, or not necessarily your team, which we'll talk about in a moment, but you and two other teams are able to kill all three of these Armada nodes, then there are extra rewards that come. And and honestly, Bubba Joe, those extra rewards do kind of feel where th those kind of feel like that's the goal, right? Because it's not currency that you're going to get from that mega chest. It's actual direct artifact shards that will come from that mega chest. So there's no redemption, no refinery, no uh, watering down of the mathematical conversion. It will be direct shards for so I artifacts. Have concerns. I have concerns about that. So if that chest okay. gives me, say, 
three shards out of a hundred that I need. I'm really upset about that because that isn't anything. I can't monitor my progress. I can't come up with any sort of tangible benefit to three out of a hundred to do this one armada. Like if it's three out of 10, then sure. But I, but I got the impression that the artifacts are going to require a lot of shards to unlock and then a little bit less shards to upgrade as you go through them level to level. And yeah, you're, you're correct. Concerned. The mogul, the mogul yeah. is definitely on the unlock. Okay. Uh, we've been told that the, the highest number of shards is going to be required on the unlock and then they will drop down significantly once they, um, you know, once they, uh, unlock and, and then going through the levels. What I find to be a little bit more daunting is I, I told you guys on the show that this appeared to be an extremely long-term feature. Okay. Very, very long-term because Bubba, not only do you have the shards required on the unlock, but some of these artifacts will be five levels, 10 levels, and others will be 15 levels. Imagine all of the shards, like just sum them up from start to finish how many shards are going to be necessary to quote unquote max one of these artifacts and and what troubles me is is a double-edged sword okay because bubba we have had conversations for a very long time about not only power creep but researches that actually have a substantial benefit to players when they are accomplished these artifacts are what seemingly uh, what, what seems to be Scopely's first step or their response to that, because some of these researches have bonuses in the thousands and thousands of percent, meaning that they are they're going to have two effects, Bubba Joe. One, they're going to have an actual substantial net benefit, right? Like if it's if it's for damage, then we could see an actual 10% or an actual 20% net gain that is going to expand quote unquote, this power creep problem that we've potentially had in the past, but will it actually, because but if it's 10 years to get to that point, how much power got have it. we gotten in that meantime? Right. So I know, I, I know the whole design of this seems exceptionally flawed even for scopely level of flawed. Yeah, I, I'm concerned about the longevity of, of players getting to a max artifact because that was really what they were seemingly very proud of when we were discussing these artifacts is that, hey, you know, we finally got researches that are going to give a 20% net value. And I'm like, yeah, but how many players and how many years is it going to take to get there? You know, so I'm I'm very, very concerned about that. Now, on the other hand, Bubba Joe, to my knowledge, I don't know that anybody has uh, has gone out to do any of these targets yet. I certainly hope they have not, um, because uh, there will there be events. There have been and, some targets that have been observed in the wild. Okay. Uh, so, but has anybody pulled this leader chest? Are we actually seeing how many shards could come? Because, again, Bubba, there are multiple artifacts. And the leader's chest artifact is allegedly RNG. So I don't know that it's a bad thing for them to give 10 or 15 shards, although I, I don't know if that's what's going to happen. Um, 
So I, I don't really know yet how many shards are going to come out of that mega chest for killing all three of these armadas. But that certainly, folks, is going to be the goal. Now, so uh, I am seeing that some... nobody could do them yet because there's no directives. So let me go ahead and tell you where those are going to be. And unfortunately, I have my doubts as to whether or not they actually appear today. Because where they're going to be, folks, is in your top daily chest. All right. Oh, they're there. They're there already. Okay. That is actually impressive. Yeah. So we, the suspicion was, is that it was a dev on a APAC server that was running them, but I've seen pictures of what it looks like to run these. Yes. They had them running on my server, the devs and also the APAC server. Well, good. We don't get the results of that. So, um, (laughs) Which, yeah, um, yeah. Phil Luke Picard killed one of the devs while they were run, trying to run the test on the on the Aramada. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> that is incredible, and I and I applaud him. He has a screen. I applaud him. <laughs> that's incredible, dude. You're you're my hero. You're absolutely a hero. Um, yeah. So, so, so there's so there, I so let me see if we can work through this, DJ. So my understanding is from what from the patch notes and from other things. So maybe I've got this wrong. Is that there's a there's two gotcha chests that can source things randomly. Okay, we'll talk about those in a second. And that's from the actual loot that you get from the Armada. And then Correct. there's the starter chest that fuels the Correct. premium gotcha. And then there's the mega chest that launches that you get if you defeat all three, and that gives you actual shards, but it's random. Correct. That's exactly okay. right. Yep. Yep. You've got that. So we've got standard currency, which fuels um, two of the refinery options, one of which are artifact uh, credits or artifact tokens, shards, um, but the other of which will be the building material for the artifact gallery, uh, of which the artifact gallery itself can be upgraded and does carry a couple of benefits with it. None that I can see that directly relate to artifacts of whether or not they're being unlocked or used. But there are hull health points and shield health points that come with it. So, and those bonuses, at least from my early looking, Bubba Joe, do look pretty substantial. As you'll note, uh, the video that I published this morning, now it was a level 50 building, was the image that was supplied to me, but it was a 750% hull health bonus. All right. So that's not small. Um, and, no, and, you know, no, it- no, it's not. But the problem is, is that in the last six months, we've had a glut. And that doesn't even yeah. count the syndicate bonuses before that of whole and shield health bonuses. So we uh, mm-hmm. quickly arrived at a position where that is a whole lot of meh, in my opinion. Well, I don't know that I would call it meh, but it's certainly not as potent as it used to be, which is why I think that it's important that Scopely has finally recognized that these bonuses have to be larger. I mean, 750% is not going to be a 30% net gain anymore, Bubba Joe, but it, again, should still be noticeable. And I think that's what they were trying to go for here. You'll look through some of these artifacts. Some of these artifacts have bonuses in the multi-thousands of percent. Their claim to me, Bubba Joe, is that at, you know, for an epic artifact, for example, some of these artifacts should be able to present up to a 20% net gain net upon their max and that's not small and that does i mean bubba we've talked 
about how, like you just said, some of this stuff ends up being a whole lot of math, but 20% net gain is going to be something that is substantial. The problem is it's going to be gradual in getting there, so players may still feel like it's gradual or a whole lot of math, not a whole lot of change, because you got 15 levels to get there. But so, if, if you look at something beforehand, and then, you know, if somebody decides to buy uh, all the premium currency, because, by the way, yes, you will be able, Bubba Joe, to whale out ultra hard and buy unlimited packs for the premium artifact currency. There will be some players. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't. It, it doesn't make sense in my head. But players will have the capability, Bubba Joe, of maxing artifacts today. Like, that's possible. It's probably going to cost enough to buy three small swatches of land on a beach in Honolulu. All right. But you will be able to, to spend on the premium artifact currency to quickly accelerate your way through these artifacts. So we'll be able to tell pretty early if there's a player out there who does max an artifact is there a substantial gain uh, right here before and after? We'll be able to see that because that is Scopely's claim. So we'll have to see how that goes. But with the artifacts, um, they are essentially uh, doing two things. They are providing players with something substantial and noticeable here. But they're also, and, and some players are going to feel like this is a good thing, Bubba. And I'm not sure that I am not one of them. It does kind of hit the reset on some research, all right? This is another example. This is the first example of a heavily impactful research that will actually replace earlier researches in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, we've talked about primes, right? They've always been sold, Bubba, where, well, if you do this prime and it's worth 200%, you can actually, you know, get 200% for the same $100 that you used to get 100%, so it allows players to catch up faster. And I feel like this is what that is, but on a free-to-play level. Well, so not to throw a whole lot of cold water on you, but we have heard repeatedly from Scopely that oh, no. their math suggests this and their math suggests that. So I you know will, you will excuse my skepticism at believing that this is going to be what they're what they've told you it's going to be. Uh, you're a thousand percent right. I mean, when they told me that it was going to be a 20 percent net gain, I'm like, bonded with, well, they are. So at that point, I kind of had to back down for a second. I said, OK, we'll have to see what they end up being then. You know, we're, we're, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. If you guys actually recognized that bonuses are going to have to be. 7,000, 10,000, 15,000%, then so be it. And and Tim, while I don't necessarily disagree with it being power creep, it's also a reset because players will have the opportunity to do this in lieu of other researches that will have not as much gain. And this is a free-to-play path, okay? Now, I know that players can pay for it. Power creep is going to be inherent if you spend on this feature, but you can grind this feature out. So I don't necessarily get behind invalidating years of grind, um, but it is, you know what? It is essentially going to replace earlier levels of research. But 
games do do that. And this is Scopely's first attempt. And why I jokingly said, Bubba Joe, it's either going to work amazingly or it's going to destroy everything. Okay. Like, and, and Bubba, you're exactly right. Looking at these bonuses, that is the only way to tell. Scopely has, has acknowledged the fact that they are generally conservative with new features and new bonuses and new math, Bubba. We've heard even echoes say that we try to be a little bit more conservative so that we can see how everything's going to plan out and then we'll make adjustments. This is the boldest or the highest impact. I don't even want to say bold. It is the highest level of impact as far as scopely math is concerned that we've ever seen. And I wonder if they said, you know what? Heck with it. Let's go big or go home. Or if they still found themselves being somewhat conservative. I want to address a comment in the chat because I'm, I'm stopped at work and I got to go in here in a second, but, uh, Tagora is saying, DJ, it's only free if you are carried in the Armadas. That's not true. The directives, at least the uncommon ones that we have right now, there are no other directives and no other of these Armadas in the game yet. Seems to imply that there will yet. be more, but for right now, yet, yet yep. um, is free to play. Like, you will get, the, you, all you have to do is play the game and you will get directives, which means you will have the ability to fuel your own advancement in this. 100% free to play. So I don't want to hear any of this garbage that it's like it's only for... No, the spenders are <laughs> to get ahead of you, but this path is 100% free-to-play available. It's just slower free-to-play. And and that is acceptable to me. It always has been. You know, I have always wanted a grinder's path, and paying should allow you to skip the grind. This is exactly that. Gopley is allowing spenders to buy artifacts directly, or at least the artifact shards. They'll be able to buy directives as well. Um, but there are directives present on day one. And, um, now even though I don't, I, I do, th here's what I've been told. There will be a gift chest, uh, today, Bubba Joe, as there almost always is to actually source a couple armadas worth of these directives. So everybody will have the opportunity to actually run these today. Okay. I am going to urge caution on that because, the rate at which you're earning directives is essentially one a week, okay? It's 14 per day uh, in your dailies. That's one per week, which essentially means, Bubba Joe, that you'll be able to play in up to four of these per week if you are properly coordinating with your team. I know some people will do more. Some people will do less. But mathematically, in a perfect world, you'll be able to do four times a week. Okay, uh, you'll get four. So, you'll get yeah, four starts in a month. I, I think that the so the piece that you have not talked about yet uh, is going to put a little wrinkle in that because oh. if you start one or someone in your alliance start starts one, and then other alliances hop on and start the other nodes, then you're not going to get that full benefit. Ex well, that's actually not, not true. Not true. So this is where it gets hairy, okay? It doesn't matter if it's a different alliance that helps you take down that third node, okay? As long as it dies, Bubba Joe, everybody who participates gets that ultra mega chest, all right? No, no, they don't I, have to I be from that. the same I, team. 
I, I get that, but I guess what I'm, I, I guess you're saying if you're saying if the four people that did the alliance or uh, did the armada, just you four coordinated, you each started one, then you would get that. I guess that's true. Um, yeah, because you would need you would need you. You would need another team of four. So, so basically, these are in rotations of 12, right? You get a team yeah. of 12. Each of you get one start a week. So that's 12, but it ta- it, you're running three simultaneously. The, you the, see, the, the so it's only going to be four. The other question is, can you, with four players, one each, start each of those three nodes, and you take three ships, and you place a ship in each? So that seems to make sense, right? I have got that on my list. Theory. Yeah, I've got that on my list to ask Mr. President when he arrives. Uh, it seems as though that would be possible. However, I have been told that they don't believe that it's possible for you to get two of the Ultra Mega Chest. Okay, so you would literally, yeah, you would literally be stealing from your own team. If you put two ships into two different armadas. Okay. Uh, Shani says, can I start all three by myself? No, you cannot. You can only start one of them. All right. Well, then how does that work? Because the mega chest, like how, where are you getting the mega chest from? That was also a question I asked. I have been told, which we've never seen before. We've never seen that this, that, that there's evidence of this working, but I'm being told that it will show in the battle log where the other chest is. And I specifically asked the question, you mean a battle log is capable of giving you two mega chests? And the answer was yes. So we will see Bubba Joe. That is a brand new piece of tech that we have never, ever, ever before seen. And I am holding my breath as to whether or not it works, but won't show up in your chests. Do what now? Go ahead, Stevens, Aaron. Oh no, no, I was just gonna say, I was just saying that they are different chests, so they they are they different should chests. Show, they should show up because they're different. Well, no, we no, 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 no. We're not going to say they should because there's never been a target in the game that paid two different chests. There has not been a battle log. And by the way, to answer your question, Baba Joe, yes, they will show up in your chest. That's where the battle log chests go. You know, so like if you earn one. It, you know, you can see it in your battle log. You can claim it from your battle log, but it also goes into the chest section. You can claim them there as well. This is not going to be any different. My concern, my concern is that I've never seen two chests drop from the same target. Like if you open a battle log, what they're saying is that you will see two chests down there at the bottom in your, in your loot table. I mean, I mean, you need to go back to works. the early days of G4, D- DJ. Hostels could drop two chests. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, if that's the case, then it does work. That's what they're claiming is going to happen. Is if you, let's say you were the leader, okay, against one of the nodes, and you've got, and, and your team kills all three of the nodes, all right, then um, you're going to get a leader's chest for starting and defeating your node, but you will also get the mega chest for killing all three nodes, but it will come from the same target. So Bubba, if you're saying that that is actually a pre-existing game mechanic, then I breathe a sigh of relief because I've never paid attention and noticed the fact 
that there was a hostile that dropped two chests on the same battle. So if that is proven, then that makes me feel much, much better. Um, but that is where it's going to come, and it will go into your chest just like normal. Okay? So here's the thing. If you send a second ship to a second node, you know that I wonder, Aaron, you'll, if you'll get that the base is possible. You'll, you'll likely well, just get the base rewards, which is the artifact tokens, but probably not another reward chest. Well, why not? It would be a separate battle log, would it not? It would be ship A versus Possib- this target, possibly, but ship yeah. B versus that target. So, huh. Yeah. Depends on how they're coded. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, uh, I, I agree with Archeray. It would appear that it would, it, it seems like it would make sense that it would appear as two separate battle logs. And if it does, then maybe you could get two mega chests from it. I don't know. I almost hope that's not the case, Bubba, because if it is, that's really, really going to disadvantage lower level players, you know, because players will get selfish, you know? So I, I, I don't know if that's the case. That again is going to be a question that we have to ask Mr. President when he arrives, uh, which hopefully should be here very, very soon because uh, I got to get ready to go to work as well. But um, yeah, now speaking to the, to the importance of coordinating this with your team. All right. When we look at these three nodes, let's pretend that another team started one of your three nodes before you could get to it. By the way, there is no planting extra pins. No. All right. If a pin is planted, nobody else will be able to plant a pin. So that's it. You got one shot. If there is already a pin planted, so if you start two of them and then somebody starts a third one you're out of luck you cannot start that third one all right and you really can't kill them because if they fail you fail you see what i'm saying like this is going to add a very new layer of armada killing because if somebody starts a pin against yours you cannot start a pin against it and you need them to succeed Okay, so um, if another alliance were to start one of your your armada nodes, then you still need them to succeed, because if you kill all three of those, then everybody who participated still will get that mega chest. If one out of the three fails, you only get your standard rewards, which is your leader's chest and a happy meal and the standard armada loot, but you won't get the actual mega chest. Anybody who starts on your node is you absolutely have to support them killing. Now, Gator says, from an interesting war standpoint, DJs, what you're saying is to sabotage alliances, um, you could block one of the three nodes with a start that we don't intend to go to. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's very dangerous, okay? Um, That's right, Aiden Games. A warring alliance could tank your armada by not showing up, by planting a pin and not showing up. All right. So that (laughs) I know, which is why, Benny Hill, I say you're going to have to coordinate. You're going to need three teams ready to start their armadas pretty much at the exact same moment. Okay, you're going to have to get them to start pretty much at the exact same time. So here's the thing. I am I am not opposed to to that mechanic. All right. I believe that it's not a it's not a set it and forget it mechanic. It's not an easy mechanic. It's not a lazy mechanic. 
uh, it is going to require active play and coordination. Um, I'm fine with that. But I think where I find my biggest frustration with this, and I think Bubba Joe stepped out, where I find my biggest frustration with this, folks, is just simply the fact that it is another Armada target. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, come on. Come on. Yeah, you know, my, I, my I first just, thought was like, sigh, here's another set of Amadas. I already have trouble doing solo Amadas, and I only need myself, let alone having time to do group Amadas where I'm going to need more people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Now, Gator says this is actually choice. better designed than. Yeah. Gator says this is better designed than the Borg expansion cube. And I do agree. I do yeah. agree. I'm not, I, I don't disagree with that statement. But I just would like to see something different than Armadas, right? I mean, aren't we aren't we kind of tired of Armadas? So um, I, I'm not opposed to the fact that that this is a team play. Um, I like the fact that you get extra rewards for coordinating your team. You'll get the normal standard rewards that you've always gotten if you only kill your one, you know? So I feel like... Um, there, there is some expansion and, and some coordination or some complication with this mechanic. It just, you know, I'm with Sherlock Holmes. I'm just kind of over Armadas. I'm done with the Armadas. However, however, and I said this to Scopely, and I, I will say it to you, uh, and I do believe it. If, 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 Scopely, you better hear it. If these conversions and the amount of loot and the amount of shards, if you're paying what appears to be a decently rewarding, you know, it doesn't have to be huge, but a small, tangible piece of progression in artifacts for running these armadas, if it is noticeable, and like Bubba said, we're not talking three shards out of 100, all right? We're talking 10 or 12 shards out of 100, all right? If that is what we're seeing, then... I said this to Scopely, despite the fact that it's Armadas, and Bubba said it even on the very last show. We will do things that we don't necessarily like to do if it's rewarding. Mm, and yeah. that needs to be, that is the key right here. You're adding yet another Armada mechanic that we are so, so tired of. But if that thing is dropping 10 or 12 shards, all right, if it's tangible progression, I mean, Aaron, if I could look at this and with my team, all right, free to play, we're talking four armadas a week because it's going to, you, you, you got 12 players involved, but you got to run three at a time. So with perfect math, that's four armadas a week. If within the first week or two or, or maybe three, but probably not first week or two, I can unlock one or two artifacts, then I probably am satisfied with that pace of play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But if I'm looking at if I'm looking at 60 days to unlock my first artifact, then it's, it's just like it's just yeah. like expansion cubes and you can count me out. Yeah. All right. So that's the thing. It will all come down to the rewards. It will all come down to if players find it to be worth it. I do believe that the artifacts are going to be worth it. Um, it's going to take some time, and I have told everybody this is a very, very long feature. These shards, the fact that they are doing it research combined with officers, different tiers, 
shard counts and all this stuff. I find it to be unnecessarily stretchy. All right. It's very stretchy. Um, but, but if the, what do they say? If the juice is worth the squeeze, right? If the juice is worth the squeeze, then players will be tolerant. Bubba said it just on the last show. And I, I thought about it. I tend to agree. If it's worth it, that becomes the question. Is it worth it? Gator says, why would you expect to unlock them that fast? Gator, because these are, there's dozens of them. And they're multi-tier, all right? We're talking 10 and 15 levels. I'm saying I want level one. I want level one. I want a singular, one, unique, individual level one artifact within the first 10 to 14 days. Otherwise, it's too slow, okay? I mean, even research trees, Gator, even research trees that are launching, you can do a couple of nodes in the first week. Right? So how does it make sense to launch what is essentially a research tree, but lock your first research behind a month of progression? Does that make sense to anybody? It sure does not to me. All right. Um, that being said, I do also see some questions uh, from Phlox about who gets the leader's chest. So let me, let me come back through this again. We're talking about three different chests. All right. So first... Just to do the Armada, there's loot distribution with the raw loot that's in the Armada. There is also then going to be a Happy Meal. That Happy Meal, which the Happy Meal, for those of you who are newer to my content, the Happy Meal is the participation chest, all right? The participation chest is going to um, give you standard artifact currency. Standard artifact currency, all right? Um, So... That standard artifact currency can then be taken into the refinery and redeemed for shards of the, um, you know, of the artifacts and building materials. All right. Then there's going to be a leader's chest, the starter's chest. All right. And again, by the way, this is all presuming that you kill your, your armada. The leader's chest will have a premium currency in it. The premium currency can then be used for better rarity of the artifact shards and more quantity, et cetera, et cetera. It's going to have better artifacts in it. That's the premium currency that will come from the leader's chest. The third chest, all right, that you're going to get. Oh, there we go. Looky there. We got a screenshot of it. Aaron, grab that, throw it in the graphics room. There is proof positive that the double chest works on a single target. So thank you for that, Air. Appreciate that very much. Um, the third chest that we're talking about, Flocks, is a mega chest, if you will, the, the big chest that you only get if you kill all three, all right? And when I say you, I mean your team, because you can only have players at one armada. Then there's going to need to be a second team and a third team, and to kill all three of those nodes um, with, with the same armada. But here's the next thing, too. When you start the second one, guys, the timer will sink to the first one. If, if I start one, and it's a 15-minute timer, which also blows, and then Aaron starts his five minutes later, it's going to sink to 10 minutes. And then Locks is going to come in and start the third node three minutes later. It's not a new 15-minute timer. It's going to sink to my timer, which is only going to have seven minutes left. Okay? So that's... 
That's how they're linked. And if your team of a total of 12 players for all three nodes kill all three nodes, then there is this ultra mega chest, which will give even more artifact rewards and currency and basically extra premium rewards. Okay. But it will require three starts. Okay. It'll require three starts. One start per node. All right. And that's how that works. Now, um, Mr. President is probably running out of time because he has not answered me. And, uh, and I'm going to have to get ready to go to work here shortly. He may, he said he was coming by, but maybe not. Um, because we do have questions that we want to answer. I, I got to be honest with you. Yo, Air, since you, since you did look at that, did you by chance uh, try to put two ships in two of the different nodes? Did you get paid twice? I'm very curious about that because that is a question that I've got. Um, uh, Flocks, no. yes. Yes, yes, Flocks. Uh, that ultra mega chest, if you kill the all three nodes, everybody in the armada gets that. That is not RNG. That is everybody. Okay. So, so it's not RNG like the, like the happy meal would be. The starter is going to get that. The happy meal is RNG, but then the ultra mega chest would go to everybody if all three targets are killed. Okay. You're very welcome. Flocks. Um, yes, yes, yes. All right. Um, this is, a lot of content, um, and, and it doesn't seem like a lot, but it is. These are big features, and this is why I kind of told you earlier in the week that this was a very long-term feature. It feels very, very big. I'm, I might even say, not with regards to the Armadas, but I might say that this artifacts concept is bold. I know it's research, but it's also very, uh, they are claiming it's very substantial research. Time will tell on that. We're going to have to see uh, if that actually holds up but uh if it is i mean if we're talking about a single research that gives one it gives 20 percent net gain i mean that's that's very significant so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to see how that goes are there any questions i know like i said there's there's a lot here but um crazy enough i don't have as many answers as i would like to have scopely did not share data with me they did not share values they did not share uh, a lot of details with me leading up into this arc. I have no idea why, um, other than they were just trying to be all, you know, secretive and, you know, because for whatever reason, that makes sense from a marketing standpoint. Um, no, it doesn't, by the way. That's the dumbest crap ever. Um, that being said, I don't, uh, I don't have much more information to offer you at this point other than the mechanics of how this is going to work. Omicron says, why is there only one formation target per system i can't give you a why although i have been told that their respawn timers are just like exchange so it shouldn't be very long you should be looking at a couple of moments uh for them to respawn okay so it, it yeah you know what actually Aiden, that's probably not incorrect it's so that they can add rare and epic later on and i don't think that that is something we shouldn't assume is going to happen there are only uncommons in the game right now. Okay, so obviously rares and epics will eventually make their way into the game. So uh, Anan is probably not wildly off the mark right there. 
Uh, Flock says, so let's assume you start one formation armada and go to town with species 8472. I'd assume you can still participate in another formation armada. That is our assumption at this point, Flocks. It is a question that I have written down for President Echo, although it doesn't appear that he's going to be here. But here's the thing. I, I would assume that you can. Obviously, you won't be able to start a second one, but I would assume that you would be able to play. And if you'd be able to play, does it show on a separate battle log? And if that's the case, can you earn multiple chests? By playing in multiple nodes. So I am curious about that. Those are on my list of questions that we will look to trying to see if we can if we can find out. All right. Any other questions that I can answer for you quickly? I will try to get some more detailed answers and uh, and get those posted into the Discord. Also, you may have noticed that we did open up our forums room for the month of May. That is now open. You can go in. We have enjoyed. Uh, watching you guys interact in the forums room. So feel free to go into there, post your questions, and we will do our best to secure the answers for you. Distressed Alien says, what about a totally different formation armada? Again, my assumption is that you can't in any other armada, but I'm going to have to seek clarification on that, okay? <laughs> um, Killer Ab says, okay, get out of here. We need answers. I will do my best. <laughs> I will do my best. I do want to thank you guys. Uh, I can, I guess, oh, wait, let's see. Yeah, okay. Apparently, Echo is a no-show. Uh, wouldn't matter. I'm out of time now anyway. Guys, I want to thank you uh, for being here on this episode of Talking in Cars with DJs. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, Ultimate DJs himself, on a subset of the Talking Trek podcast, a registered trademark, and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I appreciate the information that uh, I was able, or I appreciate you guys uh, consuming the information that we had for you this morning. Please be sure to visit our website and check out our YouTube video if you have not done so yet this morning, and we will provide more questions and answers for you as the day goes on. I appreciate you one and all. Again, my name is Ultimate DJs. We'll see you on the next one, everybody. Have a great one. Bye.